partner with her in prayer, partner with her in making money, partner with her in raising those children, even ones you didn't make, if you're going to take her on, she's a partner. It can't be, listen, them your kids. And don't marry her. She's a partner. You got to help raise that little Negro. He doesn't have a dad now. She needs a partner. That little girl needs a dad. If you're not going to partner, if you're selfish, if you've been single too long, then just stay single. I'm telling you, don't marry a woman unless you want to partner in every area of her life. Her mama, your mama. What a woman needs from her man or from a man if she hasn't met him yet. That is my subject tonight. Let's jump right in. Okay. Right away, you had to be here last week. I need you to let your husband watch. You watch all single ladies, all the single ladies, married ladies. We asked the question last week, do you need a man or do you want to keep your man? And it was raw and real. And the comments came in like crazy. My girl and I have been discussing it. Uh, people had varying opinions about it, but most of it was positive. And women were appreciative. It was like, man, give it to me raw. Uh, one of the things I decided is that in this second half of my pastorate, I hope you believe me, I know we live in a clickbait society and culture where the crazier it is, the more clicks you get. I'm just not built like that. Uh, praise God, this does not pay my bills. There are people who sit in front of this camera so they can eat. Nothing wrong with it. I admire it. It's a wonderful, lofty trade and career. Not me. I sit here because of ministry. Uh, not enough is coming in by way of podcast to handle what I do. No. This is something I love doing, and I really feel like it's my season to do it. I do. I do. I said last week that you need 10,000 hours at something to be an expert, they say. That anything you spend 10,000 hours doing, you sort of view it as an expert in that. Man, 10,000 hours, my girl and I, in terms of talking to people. Yeah, more than most counselors. It's amazing now how everybody's a coach, but they haven't really coached anybody. And I was telling one of my young staff members, you should be a counselor, or you should be a pastor to really call yourself a coach. I mean, who have you coached? I mean, we are, we are coaches. This is what we do. All weekend long, hundreds and hundreds, thousands and thousands. And so I'm not a woman, but I'm married to one for over two centuries, a quarter century. I've been married to a woman and she's taught me what she needs. I've talked to hundreds of women who have told me in my office, this is what I need. I've talked to hundreds of women who have gotten in line at the word church and told, told me, Pastor, he's not meeting my needs. And so I asked the question, well, what is it that you need in those counseling sessions? And because I'm a caring husband who's trying to keep my woman kissing on me, loving on me, really wanting to be with me, I asked her what her needs are. So Lady Vernon is kind of vicariously talking through me today. Victory Rose Vernon, my girl, if you don't know her is talking through me. Hundreds of women that I have counseled are talking through me. And then just loving her right. I've learned what my woman, and I really believe most women need. So let's talk about this. So this is for men. This is also for women who are trying to figure out what's wrong with you, why you're not happy. Maybe there's some needs that aren't being met and you don't know how to voice that. So this is for everybody. Needs you sharing. I know women going to get this to your son and your baby's father that you're still dating. And in your perspective, gentlemen, he does not get to take you out until he watches this. So save it. Share it. I want this to be like the theme Bible cast for all girls. Before you take me out, before you propose to me, have you watched Dr. R.A. Vernon's What a Woman Needs from a Man? Let's jump right in. First and foremost, a woman needs real love. Yeah, Mary J. Blige says, I'm searching for that real love. Yeah, 
real love, real love. Now, come on now. My faith tradition is Christianity. I love Jesus. I'm not running from that. I know more than Christians watch this, but I'm not pretending about the fact that I'm a pastor by occupation and vocation. I love me some Jesus and I love the scripture. And this is a Bible cast, not a podcast, because we use Bible to back up what we're saying. Ephesians 5, 25 for husbands. This means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. Did you see that? To make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. Husbands, love your wives. All of you that go to church heard a preacher say this, but it's still true. He tells women, uh, respect your husbands. He tells bros, love your wives. And it's like, okay, pastor, I want respect too. I know, and men need love, women need respect, all that. But in a very real sense, a woman needs love. Yeah, that girl sitting over here, she's been hanging with me. And uh, uh, we've been talking through this. And to this day, 25 years later, every now and then she say, Renee, you love me? And I think that's just so weird when she asked me that. And she'd be serious. You ain't told me you love me in a while. Women like to still hear that. Women like to feel that. Okay. I'm not saying that bros don't want love. Who wants a woman that doesn't love him? But hearing it is just not as important to us. It's like when you make love to me. Yeah, when you look cute for me, when you raise my children and honor me, that feel like love to me. Hearing the word, you know, a woman never has to tell most men, I love you. We don't ask our wives, baby, do you still love me? Most of us. Now, there's these generalizations. There's always some brother who's more in tune with his emotions, more infeminate. That's real stuff. But I'm talking about the average bruh. After almost 30 years in the game, I'm telling you what I know, not what I think. That's not what he's on. A woman, my brother, a woman needs to feel love. The Bible says, as Christ loved the church, watch this, and gave himself up for her, and gave himself up for her. A woman needs to know you'll give up everything for me. You'll, you'll lay down your life for me. That's important. She needs to feel, particularly, let's not play games, if she wasn't loved by her father, and even more so if she was, <laughs> because she's felt the love of God. She knows what real love feels like. That's why I'm trying to make it hard on all my son and loves, because both of my daughters know what love feels like. But that's a different kind of love, because this is the love that only a husband can give his wife, because it's physical, it's spiritual, it's emotional. It's relational. Uh, she needs love. And I guess that leads to this second thing, and this is important. She needs a man that speaks her language. Yeah, a man that speaks her language. And of course, those of you who are, you know, involved in the Christian community, you've probably heard something about Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages. And I want to just give them to you one at a time, because whatever else you're going to do, if you're going to keep a woman, if you want a woman, as quick as you can, you need to learn her language because every woman does not speak the same language or have the same needs based on personality, based on how God made her. So don't think what you did for one woman. You know, I know what a woman wants. Yeah, in general, but no, women are different. Women have different needs. Women have different languages. And the best thing I did was to learn my wife's love language. I know what Victory Rose like. I keep her smiling. I do. I keep her smiling. She laughs so much. Her friends, my kids, she always laughing because I'm intentional. I know what she needs. 
And those of you that have been married a while to the same woman, watch this. You better make sure her needs haven't changed or that you are meeting that need. And don't hook up with no brother. Watch this. Who's not interested in learning your language? Let me give you just a few of them. Number one, many women want, according to Chapman, quality time. Quality time. For some women, love is time. So even though you're knocking down like six figures or a million dollars a year, y'all got divorced because you weren't ever home. So you have to make sure. My, my wife, quality time would have been a problem for us because I do what I do. I got to move. I mean, post-pandemic, it's calm to some. But get your head around this. I was on the road uh, sometimes two, three times a week during some of my book tours and in full-time seminary finishing three degrees. Yeah. And like nine services here at the church. So had quality time been her language, she probably would have left me. We wouldn't have made it. Some women just need you home. So you have to real, really discuss this and say, listen, now, if I'm going to go get it and kill it, I'm not going to be here all the time. But no matter who it is, you'll love this. They still need some time. And you have to make that time intentional. But for some women, quality time, they need a whole lot of time. I'm married to a woman that as long as we do what we do, we hit the road every six weeks or so, go someplace warm. We pick a date night. Other than that, she's not tripping. No, she's not needy for all my time. That's not her love language. You need to understand, are you with a woman that needs quality time? And so therefore, you have to make some adjustments. Receiving gifts. Some women want you to buy them stuff. Now, no matter what you think, she's not going to be happy if you don't have no money. So, so learn that quick. Say, I got to be paid to be with her. She likes stuff. Yeah, she likes shopping. She likes stuff, particularly maybe her daddy bought her stuff. Maybe she came from nothing. Therefore, she wants a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so even when you're dating, don't be afraid. And some of them will try to play it off when you're dating. So, you know, how important is it for me to have to buy yourself all the time? Well, I like a man to give me money. I need money. I want gifts. I like cars. I like that's that's just who she is. You may say, you know what? I ain't got the money to be with you. If you are married to somebody like that, the goal is watch this. She should have asked you before she married you. But if she didn't. And now that's her language. You working your butt off saying, you know what, every time I can. And sometimes it's the small gifts, just receiving gifts, buying her stuff. Got to go. Here's my wife's acts of service, acts of service. You know, we are blessed with people who like do stuff for us around the house. We have to. Too many people that depend on us. I need somebody to help me with the outside stuff and somebody on the inside helping with that. Every now and then, though, she will see me do it. My wife likes to drink tea. The word nation knows that. And so I'm laying in the bed, baby, make me some tea. I can't tell you how many times I had to get up and make some tea uh, because she was laying there. She serves me so well. She don't ask me for a whole lot. And by the way, let me just parenthetically pause and tell most brothers watching, a good woman always going to give you more than she asks you for. In most cases, don't put in the comments, there's always the exception to the rule. When I'm talking, I'm talking to somebody 10,000 hours. Make sure an expert. I've talked to thousands of people. In general, most women give more than they get. It's innate. If you got a good woman, she's going to outgive you. She's going to give you children. She's going to give you time. She's going to give you food. She's going to give you love. She's going to give you. What you going to give her? What you going to give her? Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Acts of service. Sometime when you. Give the kids a bath because she's just exhausted. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why that turns her on like that. You look up, man. You had the kids all day at the mall. Like, baby, chill. I got them. We're going to the show. 
I'm gonna stop up your mom's, my mom's. You just chill today. Man, you come home, that bubble bath, she's smelling good. Cause it turns her on. Sometimes you out there just taking out the garbage. I don't know. I'm not a woman. My wife taking out the garbage not sexy to me. <laughs> I'm a man. But me taking out the garbage, she's sitting there like, mm, he's serving me today. And it turns her on. I'm just telling you, I'm Lady Vernon speaking through me. Women I've talked to, hear me. Acts of service, physical touch. And we know with most women, I'm not talking sex here. I'm talking physical touch. That is just rubbing her hand. You know, I just rub my wife's hand a lot. We'll be in the bed. She'll tell you, I just hold her hand. She'd be asleep. And I'm trying not to wake her, but I'll just hold her hand. I'm still rubbing her back. She loves back rubs. I'm rubbing her back. I'm, I'm putting my arm around her every time I get a chance. And then there are women, you'll love this. They're not touchy-feely. See, I don't want to put every woman in the same bag. There are some women... They almost got that dog in them that way. It's like, ah, get off me. <laughs> it's like, whoa, she doesn't like to be, she, maybe her father was all over her mother or whatever. She's just not built that way. Physical touch, she doesn't need that. She's like, when we make love, we make love. Other than that, I, I don't need you always. But many women love the idea of you touching her when you don't want to sleep with her, which means touching her after you slept with her. Yeah, not turning your back, going to the living room. I'm done now because she just opened herself up to you. And what you thought was just a quick whatever in her mind, I gave of myself. And so uh, she needs that. Not, not only do they need real love and a man that speaks their language, but you'll love this. She needs a partner. She needs a partner. She needs a partner. Matter of fact, I want to give you some scripture. First Peter 3 verse 7 says, in the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. Watch this. She may be weaker than you, but she is your equal partner. <laughs> your equal partner. Your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should or your prayers will not so that your prayers will not be hindered. We're coming to that. Don't nobody, don't, don't no woman want no man not producing nothing. She need a partner. Yeah, my wife and I have so many frustrated women walking up to us like, he just there. Yeah, he's not my partner. Yeah, and that partner, a part of that is provision. Watch this, or at least helping to provide. A partner in provision. Old school, now women, I've been saying it for years, girl got more degree than you. She don't just need you for your money. She needs you for your ministry, okay? She needs you relationally. You need to partner with that sister. Bring something to her life that she did not have previous to you. I mean, I'm not just old school in that you need to pay all the bills. Beautiful. Some women, they just want to work. They like to work. They want to be in it with you. They got that dog in it when it comes to providing. Maybe she had children before you, so she's used to getting it. Uh, most women wouldn't mind if you made all the money and they could chill. Now, they're not going to be mad about that. They may, still get up, they may still get up and kill it, but they ain't going to be mad if you got enough money to pay all the bills now. But at least partner with her. Yeah, she needs, she, needs a, she, she needs a partner. Yeah, she's your partner in life. And some men just don't have enough drive. It's like, I'm just, you're just here. And eventually, I want you to hear me, women's sexuality is tied to their emotionality, which means at some point, and all of you who think you're the bomb in bed, this is a Bible cast. This is a, this is a Bible cast. This is not Sunday, uh, you know, children's church, not necessary. I watched my wife have babies. I watched them come out. 
I'm not doing nothing so great. <laughs> did, did I just say what I said? When, when I seen my first child come out of her, I thought to myself, I ain't doing a thing. I can, don't be, she over there, like, I'm thinking I'm the man. I'm like, I'm, I, I kill it. Look at, look at y'all. Look at, I got single, I got young guy. I'm like, I, I, I kill it. I seen that joker come out of there. I said, I ain't killing nothing. I said, I better make her like me. <laughs> I said, I better make her like me. Cause ain't a thing I can do. I saw a whole man come out of there. You ever see my son, Dominic? He got a full beard. I look at that Negro like, you came out of there. Negro got a full beard and muscles that make me feel so intimidated. I'm thinking I'm ruining her. I'm going to ruin you. Cause I ruin you. Y'all laughing. Type in the comments. I love this Bible cast. When I seen my children come out of there, we just talking straight. That let me know she can expand as much as every woman. So a woman's sexuality is tied to this. It's mental. Now, granted, you know, all that size does matter. Don't type in the comments. So yeah, women like what they like, particularly women that aren't virgins. That plays a major part, physical. And some women like this side, we talking straight. But most women would tell you Sometime a brother with a less body, yeah, I'm going to say it out loud, and a less size, whatever, is the one she fell in love with because he partnered with her. He understood her. He spoke into her mind. She had a partner, not just some brother laying there, taking up space. This girl and I are partnering. I, I think my wife loves the fact that I partner with her. Watch this. Not only in my vision, but hers. I got to ask her what's on your mind. Your wife, particularly now that she is changing and some getting older and even some of these young wives, man, you got to partner with her and her destiny and what she wants to get done. Most men, present company included, are selfish. Yeah, we think our wife is in our life to make our dreams come true. And she is. We think our life is in our wife to help us get our vision done and to make good love to us and make sure our babies are clean and then be like uh, the best church girl at the church and the nastiest chick in the bed and everything that I need. Girl, make me happy. And if you got the right girl, she will do all of the above. But what you doing for her? For real. What are you doing for her? And paying the bills is a beautiful thing, but it's not enough. Yeah, it's it's about she feels like she's in partnership with a man that gets her, that gets her desires. One of the good things I like about being married, watch this. When I married my wife, she was in her 20s. You'll love this. So now we've had our 20s and then I've seen her 30s. Watch this. And then I've seen her 40s and now we're in our 50s. And so I've watched her evolve and change. And so I've had to be different things. This Bible cast is with people that's been married long as I have or in your 10th year, your 15th year, your 30th year. And then for people, watch this. Girls, look at me who want a husband. And for young bros who are single, who are looking to get married, and particularly for all husbands watching, she needs a partner. But not only does she need a partner, she needs an intercessor. Now, I, I'm a Christian. So there, there are girls watching this who don't go to church. Watch this. And you watching this because, or there's some uh, bros watching this who don't go to church. And so let's be straight. On your list of things that you wanted your partner to have, a prayer life was not one. So please, this is where I minister. This is a Bible cast. This is not clickbait. This is not how I feed my children. It's a part of what I do, but no, no, I'm not doing this. I don't have to ever capitulate or uh, compromise for clicks. You need a man that will pray for you. 
if you're a woman watching. She needs an intercessor. I go back. I go back to 1 Peter 3, verse 7. She may be weaker than you are, physically weak. And by the way, never get offended by that. I wouldn't want a husband I could slam. <laughs> if you can slam your husband, I want you to divorce him today. Praise God. Look at them laughing. If you can slam your husband, I think you made the wrong negro. Praise God. I'm sorry. Don't don't comment. Don't comment. I know there's professional women wrestlers and all that. Don't comment. She may be weaker than you are. <laughs> she may be weaker than you are, but she's your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Here it is. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Look at Peter, assuming you have a prayer life. Yeah, my girl sitting right there. Baby, do I pray for you? Do I pray for you? Oh, my goodness. I'm not just talking. I'm not just talking. I'm not just talking. I pray for her. I pray for her uh, while we land in bed. I pray for her in the car. I pray for her while we're eating. Uh, I'll just stop and pray. I pray for you. love this while we making love. I'm going here. Sometime I'll be praying in tongues. Yeah, she made me pray in tongues. Hey, yippee Oh, that's cute dog stuff. Yeah, I'm an alpha. I'm a bruh. I would never. Did I just do an atomic dog reference? Bros, I just got caught up in the moment. That was not the will of God. I'm an alpha man. Y'all laughing. But seriously, man, I pray for it. I pray for you need a woman. You need a husband that will pray for you. She needs an intercessor. There's some strong, beautiful bros watching me. But your father didn't pray for your mother. He did not. Or you didn't know him at all. Or he was a street cat. So you were taught pay the bills. You know, don't cheat on her. If you do cheat on her, you know, still bring your money home. And uh, respect the house. Whatever you're going to do, do outside the house. We don't teach that. We teach one woman. We teach honor her. We teach we don't cheat. Which is why, by the way, and I'm saying this to women watching, one of the reasons why I'm so raw in my teaching, like, do you want to keep a man, is because unlike bros uh, in the street or women in the street, all that, we only get one. See, if you get to have more than one, then... None of them need to be everything <laughs> because I got one that do this and then one that cook for me. Then one, she just got a bad body and she, she the sexy thing. But then I go over there. You got to be all in one. And so your wife only gets one man. Uh, you only get one spouse. So yeah, it's a challenge, but it's a beautiful challenge. I don't get another woman. Your, 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 your husband, your wife does not get another man. So you need to pray for her. Yeah, you need to get in some church under some strong pastor that's teaching you how to pray. Because, yeah, you know what I do every morning? Here it is. I'm letting you in. Here, here it is every morning. Every morning that I pray, yeah, and some mornings I oversleep and maybe not, but 99% of the time when I'm, it's Father, I thank you for who you are. I do all the stuff about how much I love Jesus. And here's my next prayer. Father, I thank you for Vicki Rose Vernon. I thank you for Vicki Rose Vernon. Lord, keep her mind. Keep her healthy. Keep her spiritual, Father. Keep blessing her, God. Bless every child that came out of her. Watch over her mother, God. Keep her, because her mother now is in her 80s. I pray for her. I pray for her sister, who she's close to. I pray for everybody connected to her. And then I say, God, keep her blessed sexually. And Father, I pray that you keep me attracted to her. Keep her sexy for me. Keep her healthy, God. I pray. And then I ask God to let her live to be at least 
80, 90 years old to see our grandchildren born. And then I pray from my soul that if it's not his will for me to live as long as she do or or a long time, honestly, or whatever he allows, let her live longer than me. I really do pray that so that my children can have that's intercession. I pray it behind her back. But sometimes I pray in front of her because she needs to see me and feel me praying. That's for save women who want to save husband. Bros who pray for you normally don't beat the hell out of you. Yeah, normally. I, you know, I, it's hard to pray. I, I don't know many people who told me he always prays for me and then he beat the hell out of me. I, I've never heard that in 20 years. Yeah, he, he always prays for me, literally, and then, you know, he goes over his mistress' house. I don't hear that a lot. Most of the time, sincerely, sincere men who pray, it'll give you an honor for her that you won't cheat on her. I mean that. So really quick, and then let me give you the last one. She needs real love. And then you're going to learn these five love languages. What are they? She's a man that speaks her language, right? What are the five love languages? A woman needs real love. Number two, a man that speaks her language. Is your wife's name? Did you log on? Did you log on late? The girl you're dating? Does she want quality time? Flash and feel. Receiving gifts? Acts of service? Physical touch? Which one? Sometimes two or three of them are her language. Have some conversations. Read Chapman's five love languages. This is all over every place now, read it. Number two, she needs a partner. Don't know brother. Need to lay up with no woman who doesn't have a, a plan, doesn't make her better in some way. Partner with her in prayer, partner with her in making money, partner with her in raising those children, even ones you didn't make, if you're going to take her on, she's a partner. It can't be, listen, them your kids. And don't marry her. She's a partner. You got to help raise that little Negro. He doesn't have a dad now. She needs a partner. That little girl needs a dad. If you're not going to partner, if you're selfish, if you've been single too long, then just stay single. I'm telling you, don't marry a woman unless you want to partner in every area of her life. Her mama, your mama. Yeah, Mother Williams is my mama. I'll I pay for that house over there. I, I, that's what I do. Same way I did my mama. She is my mama. We partners. Her sister, brother, need something? What, baby, can I yeah, write the check? It's your money. We partner in everything. We partners. Are you a partner or are you selfish? She needs an intercessor, someone that will pray for her. And then, and then here's a here's a here's the last one. And I, and I was just telling one of my young guys who's here, the young guys here that are single. She needs a confident visionary. She needs a confident visionary. Women like confidence. Women like a brother who believes he's gonna win. Yeah, it's just more. Not some. Some women want a passive wimp, you know, because they got issues and they want to be a man or something. I don't know. But most women, brother, you better act like you got it. Yeah, carry yourself like you believe it. Have a vision. Smell good. My girl was telling me to stress too. We always talking about what 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 uh men need in the bed. No, she needs a she needs a brother that is confident and comes to bed smelling good. Women want to be attracted too. Maybe not as much as men, but nobody, you know, a woman wants a man that's confident in how he looks, how he feels, how he makes love. Get that dog in you. Yeah, but it's not an arrogant dog. It's that I said dog again. The cute dogs are, are I am off. Can we edit that, Phil? We'll figure it out. Boy, you Omega brothers are like, no, no, no. It's, it's a Freudian slip. She needs an alpha man in every way. There it is. She's an alpha male. Don't you, girl? I love it. 
exude that confidence without it becoming arrogance because women don't like arrogance where you think you all of that. There's this fine line between confidence and humility where you know it's God, but you got a plan. I believe it. You know, when I get in the bed, I get in the bed like I know something about to happen. Girl, I smell good. I look good. It's been 25 years. You don't want nobody but me and I believe it. Let's get it. When it comes to this ministry, girl, we're going to win. We're going to win in the end. I got you. You're one for nothing. She needs a confident visionary. It gets so stale from what I'm hearing from hundreds of women that somewhere between already and not yet, he stopped spitting vision. At some point, it just got to the place, where are we going? You know, know what women tell me in the council session? They sit there and they say to me, and my wife, I'm not sure where we're going. I'm not sure where we're going. I'm like, what do you mean? I just, he just, we just don't. Confident visionary, baby, here's what's going on. Fake it till you make it, brother. Write something down and believe it. Pray about it. Steve Harvey says it's not even a plan until you write it down. He's very serious about that. He says everything he had, family feud, everything, every talk show he said, he really wrote it. He believed it. He believed it. I, I believe that. Write the vision, make it plain. A confident visionary. Okay? So a woman needs a man that knows where he's headed, knows she can feel safe, knows that he's going to provide security, knows that there is a direction for this family. Man, I hope your bros got something out of this. I could go and go and go. My time is gone. Listen, I need you commenting. I need you commenting. I need you dropping questions. We'll answer some of them next week. So if you disagree, put something in there. We'll read some of them. Uh, maybe you think I missed something. Listen, there's other things women need. Now, there's a thousand, 10, 20, 30, 50,000 women watching. There's something that I didn't say, but just trust me. I've talked to my wife. I've talked to so many women. A woman wants love. Yeah, a woman wants a man that speaks her language. Yeah, a, a woman needs a man, a saved woman that would pray for her. Yeah, a, a woman absolutely needs a confident man who's a visionary. A woman needs a real partner. I hope you got some out of this, man. I'm loving this relationship stuff we're doing. This season is relationships uncut. I haven't gotten to blended families. I haven't gotten, again, raising somebody else's baby. Uh, I haven't gotten to parental pain. Trip on that. Yeah, most people I know got an issue with one of their parents. Most people I know, those of you with the two-parent thing and they both were healthy, God bless both of you. Uh, to the rest of the people watching, it's stuff there, man. This is Relationships Uncut Season 2. And uh, I was just telling one of my guys, it's what I do, man. It's what I do. Relationships and leadership. I'm not going to waste my life. I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about it. Let somebody know this podcast is blessing you, this Bible cast. If you missed last week, you got to go watch Do You Want to Keep Your Man? Do You Want a Man? Most women that are watching this, most people that are watching this are probably women. Women, I attract a lot of women watching this. Tell your brothers and sisters about it. Tell your uncles, nephews, everybody about this Bible cast. We're out of here. Drop it, Phil. It's giving time. If this thing is blessing you, man, if you're watching each week and comment right now, share this with somebody, share it. One lady told me I've shared it 10 times already. We'll share it another 10. Help us blow this thing out the water. We need partners. And those of you who like it, it's right there. Come on, give now. R.A. Vernon Ministries is my personal ministry that my wife and I really help people with. We really write checks. I mean, seriously, six figures listen, more, way more, double six figures just, just this year and, and sewing and paying and giving for stuff. We we believe it. And uh, hi, baby. My girl is here today. I love it. We're out of here. 
Lady Vernon's right, right over there. She's been sitting in my last couple, just hyping me up. Like, go, baby. It's your birthday. Go. She's my flavor. Flav. Yeah, boy. Give, man. Vernon's on the... If, did you watch our wedding? Oh, my God. Almost a couple hundred thousand people, man, between all platforms. It's right there on YouTube. If you watched our wedding, man, it, it, man, it was no ordinary love. It, it was called No Ordinary Love. It's crazy. So much is going on, man. Everything's up. Numbers are up in every area. Our church, two services... We add another service. It's just such a good time. And those of you that are sticking with us through our Bible cast, man, come back next week. We're going to keep on talking relationships. It's giving time. So something. Let me pray. Father, thank you for every man watching. We pray that he understand. He, he will understand what his wife, his future wife needs. We pray for men that are married, that they will begin to meet the needs of their wife and not just be a selfish. God bless this Bible cast. Bless the thousands who are seeking a significant other, that through this teaching, they will pick right. That my wife and I have decided that not only do we want to minister to married couples, but we want to put the majority of our energy in premarital, good choices, single women, single men, making good choices, helping those who are married to stay strong or to get stronger. Bless this Bible cast now. Bless those that are watching. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're out of here. See you next time.